Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and we're in season number four, and this is episode number eight. And the name of this episode is The Promises, part number four, and this is promise number two. So, as a reminder, what promise number two is, at least in my little corner of the world and the way I have adapted them, as you know, I uh, do pretty much everything in the literature I've changed to the first person. So, instead of we or us, I use I, and it just seems to work better for me that way. So, this promise simply says, I am going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Wow, huh? That's it's a simple statement, but wow, the connotations it holds are are immense. A new freedom. It's it's maybe it's like the sense of somebody who's been in slavery or an indentured servant and all of a sudden somebody says you're free to do whatever you want. You don't have to stay here anymore. You can go see the world, do your own thing, and and that's it. You're free. I don't know what that feels like personally, but I certainly can imagine what it would feel like. And having done these steps and been involved with this program for many, many years, uh, I can only tell you that these promises have all come true for me. So what I want to talk to you about in this episode is what this freedom and happiness really means for me personally. Well, before when I was, my my addiction is alcohol. And so I want to say not when I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking lots of times. but And a lot of the times I kind of fooled around with this program and did it half-heartedly, not really wanting to, to take make the effort to change myself. So I'm trying to think about what I was like back then, you know, before before I made the decision in step number three to turn everything over to God and to surrender. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. In, in, in God's eyes, my surrender is a surrender to say, I'm going to try to do things your way and not my way anymore. But what is this new freedom? Well, <laughs> for me... When I think of this, uh, let's say, I don't know what to call it except slavery. Uh, When I think of how I was before I became seriously involved in this program, I was, I saw myself as a terrible, terrible person. One of the things I used to do would be to go on uh, a periodic drunks and I was a periodic type of a drinker and I would stay sober for a while 
And what would happen is I would make friends. I would get a job. I was very fortunate. God gave me gifts to be able to to do almost anything. And so I would get a job. I would do well in the job and get a promotion. Now I have money. I have friends. I am probably, I was involved with uh, the 12 steps in some way or another. Uh, But, you know, inside, and having been involved with the 12 steps, I just read them, you know, I just, uh, or or I did a, uh, I scribbled out a fourth step and, and did a fourth and maybe a, even a fifth step. And and that was about it. And drank coffee. You know, I would go to meetings, drink coffee, and try to act like I had it all together. I try to sound like I had it all together. If they asked me to speak, I would kind of say, oh, no, I don't want to. But on the other hand, my ego said, yeah, yeah, you speak, tell them how it, tell them how it works, Chuck. But, well, what happened in those days? I would get to the point where I had all these things, but I did not think I deserved them. And I thought somewhere in my head, what about when these people that I know and that have seemed to have liked me and I like them, what happens when they find out who the real me is. The friendships are going to be gone. They're going to recognize me for what I am. They're going to recognize me for a lousy, good-for-nothing person, the way I saw myself when I looked in the mirror. And back then, I wanted to be myself, but I didn't know who myself was. I, I had no clue, really. Uh, I was always being this phony image, the image that I thought people would like. So there you have it. I did not have the freedom to be me. I felt like to show my real me was the worst possible thing I could do. And of course, along with the rest of this promise, I was unhappy. I was, I cannot remember now that I've been uh, in, dealing with this program in the correct way for a long time, I cannot remember a time in the past when I was truly happy. I would smile, I would laugh, I would, but this was all um, personality happiness, happiness as a human being, um, happiness because I happened to be physically doing something or with somebody or and it was I would almost call it a pseudo happiness I had no real happiness because I had no real me so what happened well I really sincerely honestly I hit bottom I got involved with the 12 steps and you know, I got to the fourth step, and I had done it met before. I had written everything out before, and like it was uh, a novel. But I got to the fourth and fifth steps, and I did them the correct way, at least the correct way for me. I sincerely looked at me and what I was trying to hide from and, and why I was so afraid of everyone. 
And I had come to believe that this power greater than me, that God could actually restore me to sanity if I, if I performed this program the way it was meant to be performed. And for me, that is a basis in spirit, a basis in God. So I did the fourth and fifth step, and I really felt like after the fifth step, what it says in the, in the literature, I believe it says to go to a quiet place and think about what you've done. And, and, and I did, and I knew, maybe for the first time, I knew the peace of God. I knew that God loved me. This was incredible. It says in the literature that we will, we will experience something if we truly and, and sincerely do these steps, especially the fourth and the fifth step in this case. And I began to see that beautiful thing that is in the center of me that, was, that made me, makes me a child of God. And I felt the power. I felt that strength of being with God and of him or her protecting me and giving me the power. It's unbelievable. Uh, you, you, unless you are involved with this program, unless you turn everything over and surrender to God, I cannot explain to you the feeling of power that comes from, that I know that God has given me to be able to change my life and to be able to run my life and listen to my spirit and, and do things in a different way. The difference now was I didn't have to be ashamed of myself. I didn't have to keep playing the game. I didn't have to keep hiding and saying to myself, oh my God, what's it going to be like when I finally discover who I really am? Because then and now I am believing that who I really am is connected intrinsically. It's connected unbreakingly with God. I am his child. And most important, maybe, there is nothing in this human world, there is nothing on earth, there is no one on earth that can hurt me. Well, it can't hurt me because I have this power that is so great, that is God. And in having that power, in realizing that I have now this closeness this this indivisible closeness with God and my spirit. Oh my goodness! It and it gives it gives me chills just thinking of it. But it it makes things possible for me that were not possible before, and I can live my life without regret. And it has certainly certainly been a new freedom. And, of course, the last part of that step is I will have a new happiness. Well, <laughs> who, after having all of these things changed for them 
after becoming a person with power, after becoming a person who's protected by God, how could I not have a new happiness? And that's what I have today, my friends. And <laughs> and and one of the happiness parts of my life is doing this podcast and being able to share with you the things that have happened as a result of these 12 steps, the things that have happened to me, and that I do have a new freedom and a new happiness. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.